1: A lot of drama going on. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. We're still talking about Cold War currency wars with China. It's kind of there, kind of not there. It's not headline news today, but it's back of the paper feels to it. Yield to China or raise trade tariffs and pave the way for the Fed's easing. Trump's choice. He is, I'm not going to say dangerously, but his approaches to things are so scattered. If he pushes the China deal through, just imagine that for a second, the economy should pick back up. That should create a little bit of inflation. That should make the Fed say, we're not going to raise rates, but he wants them to lower rates. So if he throws tariffs on China, the economy continues to slow. Uh, The relationship gets more frigid for the world. As far as economic business, because China's getting pushed out, of which a lot of uh, American companies now are moving their manufacturing out of China. Because this is just going on too long for them. So they've responded. Um, So it's interesting to see how Trump has this bit of a dilemma, if you're with me. And uh, I throw that out there not to spook or freak you out or anything like that. Equifax has settled a 2017 data breach for more than $600 million. That was a big one because it was your data. <laughs> and They're the company who says whether you're safe or not to uh, lend money to. They give credit scores, amongst other things. Uh, but the reason I bring that up is you, change, you have to change your passwords on a regular basis. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up to lose a little bit of money and or a little bit of time fixing the situation down the road. So this is earnings season, and I bring that up uh, with my stupid little emphasis because I think this is the biggest week of earnings uh, for the year. We're pushing the halfway mark, right? Visa hasn't missed an earnings per share estimate since the fourth quarter of 2015. And on a lot of levels, um, only one analyst calls it a sell out of 39. So on a lot of levels, it's overloved. And they haven't had a miss in a long time, so they're due. But they're going to give us an update on their business-to-business connect platform, their business-to-business payments without relying on credit or debit cards. Uh, is going to be a big one this week. Following them will be Boeing. They've now said that they've set aside $5 billion to cover financial problems and obligations due to the 737 max. Let me get the name of the plane right. Facebook is going to be a company I pay attention to this week, in large part because they have so much going on with cryptocurrency, and that could be a mover of the stock, to government antitrust concerns, to Democratic contenders having to spend a ton of money on Facebook, even though they openly criticize Facebook about information sharing and issues like that. Um, but the Democratic, there's so many that are trying to get time and get, you know, their name recognition. Even some of them have to get you to sign petitions. So politicians are blanketing Facebook with ads right now. AT&T is another company I'm going to be paying attention to. They're coming out on July 24th. Um, the conversation that AT&T will give analysts about Sprint and T-Mobile could be a market mover. But AT&T, if that merger with Sprint and T-Mobile goes through, you're going to see more competition in the telecom space. Uh, when AT&T reports numbers, they're going to talk about their 5G rollout, and new deal with IBM may give us some you know, uh, thoughts on what pushes for technology are going to happen the next year, two years. Keep in mind, uh, AT&T also owns HBO, which is going to now own HBO Max, the streaming service. We're going to learn more about when that comes out. Uh, friends and Netflix loses friends and drama. Right. Another company I'm looking forward to is uh, Alphabet. In large part, lot going on. Antitrust investigation, political controversy surrounding YouTube's handling of hateful content. Um. Someone said to me, who was under 13, said I want to be a I want to be a gamer, a streamer, and it's really difficult to get that pushed through without lying. So I guess it's not that difficult, but Google's fact-checks and things like that, uh, they really, really, really try to keep younger kids off things like video streaming. But, again, you can get it on if you want to fill out a form and lie, right? Not guilty of that ever. July 25th, Amazon's going to report. This is an earnings week, and I love earnings week. And these are the ones I'm going to be paying attention to. Amazon, Alphabet, AT&T, Facebook, Boeing. Visa is uh, the first and foremost because they do a lot of transactions. Uh, They're going to give me the health of the world around. And uh, it's a lot to learn. But Amazon's going to be reporting numbers and they'll talk about Prime Day, even though it doesn't fall into that part of the quarter. Amazon stock has nearly returned to record prices that it hit back in September 2018. Uh, Amazon Web Services sales increased 41% year over year last quarter. And again, what will Amazon throw out to surprise us? Keep in mind they've been working now for a while on the health and safety of their employees and potential shakeup in pharmacy uh, distribution. So, but they're also starting to, Amazon's starting to run into more problems like employees striking. So, I'd say it comes with success, but. You'd be thinking I'm sounding too capitalistic or jerk-like. Starbucks is in the news this week. They're going to report earnings. The company just hit an all-time high recently. It's an interesting company because there are actual significant pullbacks in it, uh, but not often. And when they happen, you have to take it. Uh, they Basically, the company right now is hitting all-time highs. The rewards program recently launched in China. The CEO will tell us about that. The rewards program in the United States not slowing. Comparable store sales, uh, same store sales, comparable store sales. So the store's been around for more than a year. We'll see how much that rose, uh, but Starbucks is a well-loved company, and again, it shows you that people are working when they don't work. When unemployment's higher, Starbucks suffers. Uh, 3M's in the news. Uh, this week they're going to report numbers. They're a big Dow Jones Industrial Average com- uh, commitment, but they're also to me very industrial, and they've been restructuring. So uh, you want to see what they're saying as far as business outlook goes. It's not a company that a lot of people follow, but they're kind of a big economic tail. So eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Stock markets uh, have had market out performance recently, right? Especially technology, and you're seeing semiconductor stocks follow through positive analyst coverage of Micron, Applied Materials, and Lam Research. Applied Materials and Lam Research make the semiconductors of the world. Uh, they have the technology. They have the ovens that like cut the silicon and you know put the etching and such onto the chips. So they're big players as far as if they're seeing good demand and they're getting upgrades. Uh, Goldman has you know named each of those stocks a uh, conviction buy list. Netflix a little bit lower, a little bit of follow through um, buying from last week didn't last. People are freaking out on Netflix. Uh, interesting to note their quality progr- their pro- program their qu- program their original programming. It always feels a little bit less than perfect, but. Anyhow, and anyway, I've never watched anything on Netflix that was Netflix produced by themselves. That I've gone, whoa, that's better than AMC, for instance. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, and YouTube, Rob Black Show.
0: Hey, Nick, Monday, will you lose the ground beneath us? Tuesday. I think I found Jesus. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
1: KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. It's earnings season um, in earnest today, but so far 20% of the S P 500 companies have reported numbers and they've overwhelmingly been positive. Um, keep in mind a lot of financial engineering happens there. And what I mean by that is you have 90 days. Uh, once you report your numbers, you have 90 more days till the next set. And then during that time, you say things like, I expect to perform in 85. And then with... 30 days out, you're like, uh-oh, we're only at an 82. So you say, right, we're going to do an 81. And boom, you should do an 82. 30 days later, everyone's like, hey, that's great. Even forgetting where you started, per se. So there's a lot of that goes on. So uh, tomorrow, we're going to get Biogen, Coca-Cola, Chipotle, um, and many, many, many more. I've already highlighted the stocks that I'm paying attention to um, big time. Um, this week, so, and again, they are 3M for the industrial reason Starbucks, uh, Amazon, Alphabet, ATT, Facebook, Boeing, and Visa. Those are the most important stocks to me. So I have to line up my conference calls intelligently. Equifax is paying a $700 million fine to settle various federal and state probes of its 2017 data breach. Um, I think we're going to hear more and more about data breaches, right? So that's not going to go away. It's a big way to invest right now. If you uh, like growth, a lot of companies that I would say were cyber defensive companies continue to roll out. They all resorts. Uh, the resort operator is going to uh, buy peak resorts for $11 a share. That's more than double peak shares closing last Friday at 5 bucks. So you always wonder, I wonder if anyone made some big money. But if you want high-end luxury skiing, you And you think you invest in that? I don't know. If you're reading the Farmer's Almanac, What what's winter going to look like this year? I don't know. Um, but also a lot of resort places like Vail and high-end ski resorts have turned into a big summer season. I was recently looking at North Star, and they've got a bike program that costs like six hundred seven hundred dollars to do the, the lift up. You're like, whoa. Um, that's not well. That is insane, right? So, but you get how vale resorts might make money down the road. Disney's live-action remake of The Lion King did really, really well. One hundred eighty-five million in North American ticket sales, and the company's adventure in game has surpassed Avatar to become the all-time box office champion in this corner. You get in game, and in that corner you get The Lion King. Holy mackerel. Disney is on a roll. CBS and at and were unable to come to any new distribution agreement and causing CBS stations to go dark on at and services like DirecTV and U-Verse. Um, it's interesting the way ABC, NBC, CBS is going to carry themselves into the 21st century. Some of them are going to be starting their own streaming services, and some of them are going to be very tight with their material and uh, we'll see how or that's going to be a story I'm not going to say we'll see how that turns out but you get the idea this company called Ralph Lauren do you know it have you ever heard of it have you ever seen the shirts the polo shirts um, they have confirmed that a high level executive is leaving at the end of September <clears throat> now success or failure starts at top I bring it up Ralph Lauren because I like talking about the brand of it they're a company I expect to be in business for a long time. And there was a a story on when Playboy used to be publicly traded. I know you're saying, Playboy, like the adult magazine? Yes. That one of the biggest values to the company was not the publishing of, uh, uh, I'm going to say newsletter, no, magazine. Their, their value was in that iconic um, rapid So casinos would license it. Uh, Limo drivers would have the the mud flaps, I guess, saying there's a high roller inside. But it was that that they were able to license it for like uh, slot machines. And uh, that did very, very, very well. So that goes back to Ralph Lauren. They can license that imaging of very iconic clothing. You can go anywhere in the world and see a polo. Other big stories out there right now, um, Google has – Finalized a settlement with the FTC over alleged violations of children's data privacy laws. The fine is said to be multi-million dollar, but the exact report's not known. I this is a debate the parents are gonna have and it's it's not gonna be a terribly flushed out intelligent debate. But there there is a YouTube problem in the world. And the influencers, some of them are getting murdered, and their pictures are being broadcast over YouTube and other services and Uh, Every now and then you hear about a pedophile or some sort of horrible story through, Um, maybe it's an audio service that the internet has, maybe it's a video game uh, tie-in. The internet and YouTube in particular has an issue that they can't fix easily with with age Um, and what's going to be appropriate and what's not going to be appropriate for that to be seen. 800-516-1220 800 516 calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Netflix earnings came out last Wednesday. The stock is still struggling to find a bottom. Give it a little time. Um, it's usually not going to be the day that you want it to hit a bottom. So uh, their aura of invincibility has finally come under question. So they slowed down the number of subscribers they got. They actually went negative for the first time in a long time. And... Um, Basically, in January, they had some price increases, and that probably ha- added to it. Standard definition streaming plan in the United States rose to thirteen percent, but new pricing was rolled out gradually. So you're starting to see Disney and Universal talk about their services and pulling content like The Office and Friends and um, Star Wars and you know Marvel characters from you know Netflix. Uh, it's going to leave Netflix with a lot less super high quality content. But can they overcome that? There's an earlier analyst call about the quality at Netflix. Is like the Sandra Bullock movie that you saw where she blindfolded herself. and You know the one I'm talking about. Had you paid for that at a theater, you'd be pretty upset, in my opinion. But uh, their documentaries are awesome, and their comedy specials are, are premium quality. But, man, their TV shows are Just a little bit less than AMC. And I think AMC is the best right now kind of thing. Or HBO. It's not quite there. Nor is Amazon for that that matter in my opinion. Amazon's closer to quality than Netflix has been. But Netflix has had that Disney fallback and Office and Friends fallback for quite some time that they're starting to lose now. So their aura of invincibility is coming off. Interesting, right? Micron Micron technology, sticker symbol MU, M-U, upgraded to buy from neutral. This is important because Micron makes a ton, an immense part of the market of semiconductors and technology. So they say excess memory chip inventory that customers are carrying will be depleted faster than previously expected. Goldman also feels that memory chip pricing could start to improve during the third quarter. So Micron got a really nice upgrade today, and the market's kind of playing with that and going, yeah, let's play off uh, semiconductors today and see where that takes us and see how far down the road we can get. Stocks um, are playing off that strong semiconductor uh, analyst call today. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. This
0: ship will carry on. safe to show. Though the truth may vary This ship will It's too late for a revolution A brace for the final solution Your comments and questions are always welcome Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com Now, back to Rob Black and your
1: money On AM 1220 KDOW I haven't listened to a Costco conference call in a while, but they used to tell how many people were still members or subscribers, if you think of it that way, how many were still members, even after they died, there was a percentage that kept their account, and it's kind of sick because clearly they're not shopping and it's high margin for businesses, but that's kind of a truth, right? Subscriptions sometimes they die on. you die on them, or sometimes you just forget about them. Uh, if you can find one of those apps that helps look for subscriptions in your banking accounts, that is typically, I think, very, very helpful. As ultimately subscription startups have continued to grow, they're basically finding new ways to get to us, whether it's companies like Bark or Stitch Fix or Rent the Runway. They built their value proposition of the fact that they offered more flexible terms than traditional subscription companies. direct consumer and e-commerce Business to you, trying to get retention rates higher. Um, the one company who's really, really good at it that has really shown us the direction of, of subscription models is Chewy. Now, their stock performed awful last week after they reported pretty miserable results, but they showed us the stickiness of their subscribers, So they've tried to get more customers to sign up for their auto ship service, where they can sign up to receive regular shipments of the same product, i.e. dog food or cat litter or dog treats. Uh, Chewy does not charge a membership fee for the service. Now, some do, some don't. Stitch Fix value proposition is that it lets customers dictate when they want to receive clothing shipments in hopes that quality alone drives them to sign up for more recurring shipments. Blue Apron was a subscription service that we learned a lot about and how churn can hurt them. And since going public, Blue Apron has seen its subscriber count drop from one million in 2017 to 550,000 in the first half of 2019. That's a company that's just not gonna make it. So a lot of these subscription services are publicly traded. Great way to raise capital. Great way for investment bankers to, to make a ton of money uh, fast and easy. Selling it, you know, almost turned around to you. And then you see there's going to be some flaws in things. Like Blue Apron's a great one. Um, The Home Meal Kit, there's a novelty to it, and that's about it, in my opinion. But again, everyone's trying to figure it out. Amazon's trying to get subscriptions into your house of uh, groceries. They, They do a good job on some levels, and others, are they hitting the market as smart as they could? We're seeing more and more companies get savvy, too with the big giants, Google and Apple who both have problems with their store and charging companies to give them commissions on every dollar transacted within their business. So when a company like a candy crush does really well and you're starting to spend 10, 20, 30 bucks a month, um, the apples and Googles get a cut of that. And the big app makers are starting to say, how do we beat this? So you're seeing companies, um, like match and Netflix, Spotify, Tender to avoid costs they're doing everything they can to get that transaction with a credit card for the subscription um outside of those walls apple and google and you can see how that might potentially hurt apple and google anyhow i am digressing i think um some of the big stories of the day, Equifax uh, is settling a 2017 data breach. And you go, just shame, shame, shame. 150 million Americans. And if you figure out how many million, millions of Americans there are, that's half of us. So that's a lot of Americans that got compromised. Uh, credit reporting agency should be, if, if there's a, a shame, 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 shame. I don't know if you saw that Game of Thrones episode, but a credit bureau Getting hacked. It, that should be a no no completely. Um, but assume someone has your credit card numbers or credit card history and assume that they know how much you make and assume they know where you've lived and assume that's pretty crazy, right? Calamane Foods, the nation's largest egg producer, lost 41 cents a share. Revenue fell because of forecast amid what the company is calling challenging market conditions. So they're a big egg producer, what would a challenging market condition be? Uh, today's big story is Micron getting upgraded uh, to buy from Neutral. They make a commodity, DRAM and memory chips, that it's kind of a commodity. If you were to say, what type of computer do you have? You may say, well, I've got a Dell or I've got an Alienware or I've got an Apple. But if you, I ask you what DRAMs in your computer, you probably don't know if it's Corsair or you name the company. If it's Micron, so it becomes a commodity. And when that commodity company reports numbers last week and says, you know, there's a lot of demand, it could be for our oil or a lot of demand for, say, our semiconductors or a lot of demand for our steel, you could kind of see what industries are going to do well. And Micron to up their demand expectations for the second half, 2019, says, I'm not saying tech's safe to invest in, but that area has been kind of opened up as a potential upside. Uh, there's no certainties in finance. You should know that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. New Focus Financial just launched a new website. It's pretty top-notch, and one of the things that I'm contributing to it is a lot of the resources and the downloadables. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com and uh, take a look at the, uh, the website. It's pretty cutting-edge, but there's such long development cycles that you feel like, I wonder if it's still cutting-edge, <laughs> right? Fair? Anyway, the skills gap in the United States is going to cost Americans about 1.2 trillion dollars over the next decade. We just simply don't have enough smart citizens or highly educated in science and math, um, and we're going to not push the economy higher in those areas because there's not enough employees being educated for it, or students being educated to become employees, and then you get a crowded field, and the cream rises to the top, and kind of pushes the wages higher. Halliburton's profit plunges 85%. Halliburton is an interesting company. They always seem to be tied towards the Republicans and you know, oil-field services. They always seem to like to have that taint to them. Uh, but they report an 85% slump in profit hurt by an asset impairment and severance charge as the oil services uh, company provided trying to cut down uh, costs in the face of weak oil prices. So Halliburton directly tied towards the price of oil. Oil goes up, that stock can go up. Oil goes down, that stock can go down. And with that said, uh, when you see a company taking charges and impairments, that's not a bad thing. It it shows you that something went wrong, for sure. That's a bad. But it also doesn't mean it's going to happen every quarter for the rest of the the world. So seeing profit plunging 85%, you're probably going to see in this quarter next year a big gap on the upside. Unless they continue to hit hit with charges so that's how that goes Google has uh, finalized a settlement with the FTC over violations of children's data privacy laws. I've mentioned this before they have problems and they're going to continue to have problems because the, the internet's open it's the genies out of the bottle. It feels that way. Um, to further pound this a little bit, I would say the good news if you're a stock investor, anytime you settlement is known. Wall Street likes the demon known versus the demon unknown. So as politicians you know swirl around you, you have to be cognizant of um, how big is the fine going to be we don't know or could it be double that or could this be the time that they get shut down by the government a cease and desist kind of thing. So the demon known is way better than the demon unknown as far as where the big dollars are going to be going. This is earning season. We are in the second week of earning season on the first half of this year. We've already started seeing a slowdown in GDP. We're also get GDP numbers this quarter. Um, so the tax benefits are gone. So we no longer have those easy comparisons. Now we're comparison, comparing to some that's already built into the expectations, lower expectations due to taxes. So, earnings season so far companies are doing pretty well but this is a big week 20% of the companies have kind of overwhelmed overwhelmingly uh, beat expectations although again very marked down expectations Boeing slides today after Fitch turns negative on the maker of grounded 737 Max Jets they're going to have to change the name for that 737 soon but um, Boeing in the news this week with earnings that will be a conference call that will probably be pretty uncomfortable to listen to. As executives do the best that they can to take the heat of whoops, you blew it. Now, what are you going to do to fix it? And they have to say the right things. So, and that can be kind of expensive. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about Chipotle's earnings. Are slated for tomorrow after the close it 's an interesting stock because they had super they had a crazy momentum run, and then they got into some food and health service issues, so they really, really fell apart. so they had the glorious days, then they had the worst days, and now they 're back to their glorious of days and hitting an all time high so now it 's again they 've put the food service issues behind them. As far as the health issues, and they've done a lot of things right, like Starbucks has, with reward programs and getting you know the coffee or, in this case, the guacamole out to as soon as possible, um, whether it be through deliveries now, uh, the Grubhubs of the world, uh, in-house services, or, or the next, uh, picking it up at the curb. I saw that Safeway just started a program that kind of interests me. I don't know if it does or doesn't. Um, we know about going to the grocery store, right? That's one way of doing business. And we know about uh, having them deliver the goods to us. Now, Safeway started a service that's kind of like the restaurant industry just pull into the parking lot, order it online, or call in the order, pull in the parking lot, call us from the parking lot, and we'll bring your food out to you. Um, so that's the new one that's out there. And, um, For Safeway to do that, they send out a coupon just to get you to use it—twenty bucks off on any order over seventy-five dollars, excluding alcohol—and they get you to use that four times. You save eighty bucks, and if you use it four times, you're probably likely to use it again, right? Anyhow, the cost of doing business. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
0: Then I look at you standing strong and tall against your heart. Hey, let your little light shine. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hey, let your little light
1: shine. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. <laughs> A lot of things that you see in media can instantly translate into investment ideas or concepts, right? Iran is going to execute members of an alleged CIA-trained spying network. Um, Over the weekend, Iran said, we've caught, I think, 17 U.S. CIA spies, and we see that they're trying to train people inside of our own country, and ultimately they say those people are going to die. That could push the price of oil higher. We also saw Iran seize a British tanker, oil tanker. Those are both acts of war on some levels, right? The Middle East can, be, can get kind of funky. Now, big companies do business uh, in the Middle East. You know, Companies like Nestle sell a lot of bottled water. And I would say it's not as important to the United States as, say, China and Europe is. So the business ramifications is not huge. The political uncertainty and like, you know, do you remember when Iran was uh, throwing scud missiles or what have you at Israel and, you know, blah, blah, blah. The news was pretty crazy, pretty intense. Um, We're not there, but it was pretty dramatic to the price of oil and international flights, for instance. 800 516, 1220 to each calls in the air. One of the signs, one of those stories that you see on occasion that scars you that you don't even know that it scars you scars me. In the nineteen twenties Americans borrowed pennies. They bought stocks penny stocks and they borrowed to pay off the balance on them, betting the price would go up, so they did a lot of margin. Really? a heavy how shall we say leverage in the mid 2000s banks made very questionable loans to what were subprime borrowers or what you could say like no doc or low income getting a oversized loan And a lot of people were like well I'll just hold the house for 2 years and cash out and make 150,000 and sometimes that worked but ultimately saw the collapse in 2008 because of all the bad loans we had put together for years and years before that So one of the things that I saw that kind of bothered me, both of those are examples where leverage led to a financial crisis. Last week, there was a story about WeWork co-founder Adam Newman offloading hundreds of millions of dollars in WeWork stock. The problem with this is that for me, and again, this isn't a problem necessarily to you, he's borrowed against his equity before his company's even public. And when you start doing crazy borrowing schemes... Uh, and you don't know when the next recession hits, it's never, uh, you know, the reason's never known. It's always something like a shock to the system, like high oil tied towards Iran. So I don't like seeing these stories where people are borrowing excessive amounts of money. Again, uh, a friend of mine has a McLaren and he just parked it right next to a Bugatti. And I'm just like, this is crazy. People are borrowing or people are spending large sums of money on silly things. So when you see a CEO do stock sales before a company goes public, it just it makes me a little bit nervous. Um, it's not like the founder doesn't deserve it. It's not like our co-founder. It's not like you know he, he may want to purchase stock options, pay taxes, uh, fund a philanthropic foundation that he does, can't wait to do. Maybe he wants to buy property. Um, so I'm not upset that a CEO does it, but when you do it before you're public, it's just We're kind of stealing from Peter to pay Paul, or we're we're leveraging what we can. And I'm a little bit nervous by that. That's out there. Amazon's hired a big gun over the weekend. This was a little bit of work for me to try to figure out who this guy is. And just looking through some of the filings that Amazon had to do when they hired him, It's tied towards Amazon Web Services and getting a lobbyist in Washington, D.C., so towards the Secretary of the Senate. Um, It's interesting to me that, again, you look at Amazon, you think they sell books, but they're also lobbying Congress to get their ways or to get their influence or at least to have some of the regulations cut down. That's always kind of the thought there. Everyone knows the website Tender, but did you know Match, Netflix, and Spotify sidestepping stepping uh, uh, paying costs to Google and Apple? Tender's joined a growing backlash of these big app companies who are bypassing Google Play as they're doing everything they can to get you to log in with other services so that they don't have to pay Google or Apple. Oh, my, my, my. I think there's a, th- a thought there of is there a shift of power if you take a look at what's happened in the nba in the last two or three seasons with stars basically saying i want a super team and you know let's negotiate amongst ourselves and not let the teams trade us or it's kind of interesting to watch so match group shares spiked five percent when an analyst published a note saying you know um it's an incredibly high margin business for google bringing in billions of dollars and when people get on Tinder with Google or Tinder with Apple and suddenly you're paying for upgrades and Apple and Google are getting a good 30% of that. It's a big profitable business considering that all they have to do is host the app and then yell at the app makers to to make it better. So you're starting to see big apps sidestep whether it be Netflix or match or Spotify. Um, and they're, they're kind of the big cash players. Anyhow, Facebook is a big winner in Democrats' 2020 presidential debates. Are you paying attention to the debates yet? Is that something you care about? (laughs) Because I know a lot of people burn off on it. Uh, But the Democratic National Committee, these debate qualification rules are driving social media frenzy right now. And uh, presidential campaign... Democratic presidential campaigns for 2020, Uh, they're securing millions and they're throwing Facebook ads everywhere. And you know, these guys are also criticizing Facebook and yet they're throwing their ad dollars heavily into Facebook. Pretty interesting, right? And they're also calling on uh, these technologies to help fund their future put back cash into those companies by not regulate them or regulate them. It's a vicious cycle. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Um, Big story of the day is it's earnings season. The debt ceiling and budget deal are near final for the next two years. That would be kind of nice, taking us through an election season at least, right, without the government not running out of money. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black.